Hey friend, this is Ryan Thomas. We're so blessed and grateful you're listening to On the Road and supporting Faith Radio. You are quite simply the best and we appreciate you so much. Enjoy the show. Discovering stories of courage, determination, and hope. Welcome to Faith Radio's On the Road. Now, here's Ryan Thomas. You can run at your mountain like it's already moved, and you can chase down your Goliath like you'd know he's going to lose. Those are the ear-catching lyrics at the center of the song burning up the radio charts across the fruited plain right now, called Already Done, the centerpiece of the brand new release Louder Than the Lies from Mr. Joel Vaughn. Joel is a recording artist, worship leader, and a thoughtful gentleman if ever there was one. And Joel, it is just the best to have you here, sir. Is this day proving a pleasant one so far, good man? Uh, the day has proven to be an interesting one. Uh, I fully had intended on waking up, drinking some coffee, doing the artist thing, and uh, you know, just kind of moseying around, wake up at about the crack of noon. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's, it's, it's been interesting. Uh, I have two kids, so I was up at 5 o'clock this morning like I am most uh, every morning. Of course. But my wife put me on uh, on duty to go pick up a new bed for our daughter. And I thought, oh, this thing, it'll, it'll be great. It's just going to be like this, uh, this loft bed, and I'm going to go grab it in my truck, and I'm going to come back to the house. Well, it turns out this bed is about the size of a house. <laughs> so... Th- I've been dealing with that today, um, but it's been good. Well, honestly, our respect for you was very high going into this interview, but now it is only heightened. <laughs> yeah, almost as high as this bed. I don't even know if I can get it in the house. It's it's basically a house bed. It's, yeah, it just has a mattress attached. Well, it sounds seriously amazing. Like, is it one of those beds that's like in the shape of a princess castle or something? Is that what we're dealing with? No. It, we're dealing with that minus the castle part. Like it has steps that have like little cubby holds and drawers and stuff in it. Like my goodness, I would have oh. loved to have something like that when I was a kid. I'm like, like what, why didn't these exist when I was, or maybe they did exist and I was just too poor to know about them. I'm not sure. But like they, it's amazing. It's amazing what, what they can do in the 21st century. <laughs> this really isn't on topic, but I just have to say it now that you brought that up. When you go to the grocery store, do you ever see those little kid carts that they can ride in the little yes. spaceship or rocket ship? Can you imagine having yes. that? Oh man. If we had that when I was four or five years old, you could not get me out of that thing. <laughs> like kids today, they, they walk up and I'm like, I'm like, Hey Levi, my son, uh, his name's Levi. He's sure. I'm like, Hey, you want to get in the car? You know, two years ago, he loved it. But now he's like, I show him the car and I'm like, Levi, look at the car. The car is amazing. You want to get in the car? And he's like, nah, I think I just want to play on my iPad. Uh, <laughs> like, you kids just don't even know what you have. Like, we didn't even have cars. We uh, had to get, like, in the actual <laughs> cart and try not to fall out and, you know, bust our heads open, you know? That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yep. Now, 
do my eyes deceive me here? Because you have had an epic 2020 as far as your musical output. You dropped another full-length record plus a number of singles in addition to this EP. Have you found some kind of fountain of creativity in this memorable year, sir? The fountain of creativity is that all of my gigs were canceled because of uh, the pandemic, and I had lots of time on my hands. <laughs> and the Lord has been good. He, he, he giveth time, and I made the most of it, which uh, I'm not going to plug a song that might just happen to be the very first song on my record and make the most of it. <clears throat> but yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you've been so upfront. Uh, with the questions that you've asked, the fears that you've had as someone whose livelihood does rest on touring and shows. And it's just, it's so appreciated and, and so inspiring to to connect with your vulnerability on that. And I just wonder, can you take us a little bit inside those challenges and doubts and really how God has met you in such a special way in those places? Yeah, absolutely. And really, that's kind of the heart and the theme of this new album that's coming out is uh, really just making the most of it. So back in March, uh, we woke up at 1258 a.m. Uh, to a text message from my, my friend Mikey. He actually plays bass guitar for me. Um, and he said, hey, are you guys all right? And are, are you all all right? And are you all awake? And I was like, well, I'm awake now. Thanks a lot. And uh, he said, he sent another text message after that. There's a tornado headed straight your way. And uh, it just came, went by my house. And uh, you guys probably should duck and cover. And so I turned the TV on. Sure enough, uh, a tornado was like right in our sights. And the, the cone of uncertainty was pointed directly at our house. And I was, you know, scared to death. I was like, we don't have a basement. We don't have a storm cellar. This is Tennessee. I don't remember tornadoes happening like this in the middle of the night. So I got my family and we just got in the closet. And by the time we got in my bedroom closet, huddled together, put helmets on and stuff, the power just cut out and cell phones uh, went out. Uh, internet was gone. There was no, no way to connect with anyone. And it was just dead silent uh, for five to 10 minutes. And we just sat there praying like, you know, and I'm wondering like, could this be it? Is this, is this the end? And it, it, I just remember that being the most terrifying, like 10 minutes and then 30 minutes passed, still no cell phone signal, still nothing. And then finally, uh, we started getting uh, a little bit of signal in and got text messages, messages from people that knew where I lived and asking if we were okay. Went outside and, and apparently it was okay in my neighborhood, but then my, um, my, my neighbor, who's a youth pastor at a church I work part-time at, came knocking on my door and he said, dude, we got to get to the church right now. The city took a direct hit. Uh, we have no idea uh, how bad it is, but it's it's pretty bad. And so that happened on March 3rd and I woke up and there's just devastation everywhere. Just uh, a neighborhood right beside our church completely taken out. It had missed our neighborhood by about four miles, but just, just north of us. We, we were so blessed and, and lucky really to not have been hit by that. And so my week was consumed with like, handing out bottled water and, and volunteering and getting food to, to people and uh, really just drawing attention to the disaster that happened in Nashville. And then I went off on my next tour date and I started hearing about coronavirus, right? <laughs> and so coronavirus happens uh, while we're out on the road um, or, or like these shutdowns start happening. Uh, I'm at my last concert in Austin uh, and we knew that things were going to start shutting down. So I was like, we need to get back home as, as soon as we can. 
That was March 16th. We had just been through the tornado, got to my house, and then they made the announcement that everything was being shut down. And I was like, so what does this, you know, what does this even mean? Um, and, you know, uh, I think everyone across the nation uh, was just kind of uncertain. Uh, a few of us were terrified because we didn't know anything about this disease or, or what it meant, but uh, we yeah. knew that it, it seemed dangerous. And so I hold up with my family in my house, uh, just waiting for good news and like never experiencing anything like that in my life. But I was thinking like, man, I really want to make the most of the time that God's given me. It gave me a new perspective that like tomorrow is not promised. I could have died that night in the tornado. Uh, 26 people I think died that night. Um, and the overwhelming majority of us were okay, but like, that happened and then the pandemic happened and like God doesn't promise us every single day or any days on earth, but what he gives us, um, I want to steward really well. And so, uh, when I found that I had time, um, now all of a sudden I had all of this time. I was like, I want to make the most of it. And that was one of the very first songs we, uh, wrote for this album. So yeah. yeah. Well, that is a voice of Mr. Joel Vaughn, the refreshing gentleman behind the hit single Already Done and the brand new EP Louder Than The Lies. It leads so well into the song Already Done, which is currently it's just burning up the radio charts right now. And it is downright effervescent, a buoyant tune, to borrow a phrase, uh, with some really ear-catching lyrics. You say, you can run right at your mountain like it's already moved, and you can chase down your Goliath like you know he's going to lose. That is some countercultural stuff right there, brother. Yeah, <laughs> I agree, man. I agree. And that song, uh, man, that, that song has kind of been my own personal anthem. A lot of times I write from a perspective that I'm kind of like reminding myself of these things because I seem to forget them a whole lot. Um, in April, a buddy of mine, uh, his name's Jonathan, he called me and he said, uh, or he texted me, didn't call me yet. He said, I have this song, uh, take a listen to it, like, or the song idea, it wasn't a song yet. Uh, take a listen to it, let me know if you'd want to hop on it and, and start writing it with me. And I heard what he had and I was like, yeah, man, uh, I would love to be a part of this. So me, him, and another friend, Micah, we got together and we wrote, we wrote it and I remember getting the first mix sent back because I had been working on several songs. And when I heard it, you know, I kind of got chill bumps and I don't normally get that with my own music. I'm not, you know, giving myself a pat on the back. It was really more about the words, you know, when I heard the encouragement of like run right at your mountain, like it's already moved and chased down your Goliath. Like, you know, he's going to lose. I'm like, I'm empowered for one, but like two, like we serve a God that says in, in the book of Matthew, that you can tell your mountains to move, but just a little bit of faith. Like he says that. Yeah. And we uh, honestly, we live today. Like we, like that we don't believe that miracles are really even possible or they were for something else for another time. But we also look at miracles. Like they have to be this big giant grand thing. Uh, but God is working miracles and little things and big things every single day. And for me personally, it was like, how do I get this album done? Like, how do I fund this? After we wrote that song, I was like, it's in his hands. I only have to be obedient and trust him and have faith and he's going to make it happen. It took a lot of work and a lot of effort, but like I've put a lot of effort in the past. And when it was me trying to force things, 
I knew I realized very quickly because it didn't really fall in my favor or really anyone's favor. And mm-hmm. this is one of those things that I was like, God, I give this to you. Cause I know if this is your will, it's already done. And so that's the attitude I had with it. And man, like what a, what a song. And, and I'm not saying that to pat myself on the back. There were two other writers uh, that were involved. Um, they, they really have more of the talent than I do. I'm, I'm just the voice and, and the, and the, you know, the little stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're delightfully self-effacing and we enjoy that so much. I think it's, it's one of the reasons that it's so easy to connect with your story. I can't resist following up on something there. You said something which is so similar uh, to what I've heard from a number of other people this year specifically as well, talking about trying so hard, you know, and just making every effort and persisting towards a dream. And then it's like suddenly you just let it go and say, God, do what you're going to do with it. And then something remarkable happens. I mean, there really is something something to that, isn't there? Oh yeah, for sure. And and it's so funny because in my 34 years, short years on earth, you would think that I would have learned that a long time ago. <laughs> um, you know, that if, if I let go of control and, and I, and, and I don't mean to sound uh, stereotypical or, or whatever, but like you let go of control and let God have it and let him take control how much better he can do Mm. with you and your story than you can. Mm. Um, like I, I can't believe how many times, how long it's taken me. Um, and, and and it's not that, um, I've, I've never had that epiphany, if you will. It's just, you know, God has to keep like reeling me back in and like, Hey, Joel, remember this time where, uh, you thought that it was spinning out of control and that you had to try and fix it. And then you messed it up even more. And then when you gave it to me, how I actually like fixed it. Right. Let's do that again. (laughs) I I wish it was a theme that I, that I could like constantly remember, but this is one of those things. And I think 2020 this year is one of those years that the gift of it is we can always look back and see how God was faithful. Man. So very true. I also just want to salute you on your word choice, the word epiphany you deployed, sir. Well done. Epiphany? No. Epitaph? No. Man, uh, obviously already done. It is so catchy. That's the one on Spotify I've just been listening to on repeat, then repeat, then repeat. Oh, as I, It's amazing. It, it really is. One other track, though, on the EP that really caught my ear as well is it's okay. And Mm -hmm. it's a beautiful and hopeful message, but man, uh, it is a journey that was born in a pretty heartbreaking place. Can you share that story and and how you found the hope in it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, So I used to work at a church in Amarillo, Texas, uh, 10 years ago. And, uh, while I was there, I was out to lunch. I didn't realize there was a funeral that was scheduled for the day. I came back and I had forgotten my keys to get into the office door on the side of the building. So I had to come through the front and I was going to try to sneak through, uh, the foyer, uh, to get to my office. And when I walked through, I noticed this, uh, easel with the, with the picture, uh, of the, of the lady who had passed away. And I noticed she was young and, and I saw our care pastor there. His name's Roger. And I asked him uh, what the, the story was. Uh, and he said uh, it was a young lady. She was 24 years old and 
she died uh, as a result of a brain tumor. And I was like, man, that's, that's really sad. She was so young, you know, and just kind of shocking. And, um, you know, there were a lot of uh, family and mourners there, and, and I'm sure they were all shocked as well. But the thing that stuck out to me uh, as I was standing there talking to Roger was there was this little boy that was sitting near the back of the room. Uh, and this is a pretty big auditorium. It's about a thousand seat auditorium. And he stuck out to me because he was sitting in the middle and I could see him through the doors. Uh, and he was kind of playing by himself in the floor with his toys. And I asked Roger, like, who, whose kid is that? Who is that? And he said, that's her son. And I was like, oh man, like how, like he, he had to be like three or four years old. And, I, and then I asked the question, I was like, well, you know, cause I noticed he was alone. I was like, well, where's his dad? And he said he had run out. And so his dad had, had left, like left him and his, and his mom. And so this little boy was all of a sudden all alone and orphaned in this world. And that broke my heart. And I didn't know him at all. I didn't know the lady at all. But what I did know is that like, it just, it, it, it grabbed me. Uh, and I, I really just felt led to, you know, say something. And so I, I went up to my office and the Lord put this song on my heart. And it's, it's what I would say to him if I ever had the chance to meet him in person, uh, <laughs> other than that day, uh, that we have hope in Jesus Christ that, you know, your mom's not here now, but that she is in the arms of Jesus. Uh, because from what I know, she knew the Lord and that one day you were going to get to see her again. Uh, and you can put your faith and trust in Jesus and hold on strong to that until that day. Thank you so much for sharing that. That was uh, such a beautiful song, an amazing story. Mr. Joel Vaughn is with us today on the road to Fort Faith Radio. He is the refreshing voice behind the hit song Already Done in the brand new EP, Louder Than the Lies. And this is a preview of the full-length album, another full-length album, which is coming early next year. Is that correct? Yeah, January 29th. <laughs> That's awesome. Congratulations. I was reading an interview that you did with the Christian Beat, and I enjoyed it so much. Uh, something that you said stuck out to me there, and it actually echoes some of the words that you used previously when we were talking about uh, the single, Already Done. Your quote was to them, to be honest, I've always struggled with not feeling good enough or worthy enough to take a stage and tell people about Jesus. I'm just a guy who can sing and write songs. <laughs> I, I just love your honesty. I love your vulnerability. I wonder it, when you feel that way, having those feelings, what is the response that you sense from God? Well, uh, when I stand out on a stage and I look out and see, well, and I haven't in a while, but when I have, <laughs> um, I just remember some of the spe more special moments in my career, um, just feeling total undeserved gratitude as I get to stand out on a stage and declare like Jesus name and tell people what he's done in my life and tell people what he can do in theirs. And I saw a lot of people growing up that, that got to do it. And uh, I was like, man, I, I never thought of myself as someone that would be a quote unquote musicianary. Really? Uh, I always wanted, I always wanted to do music. Um, uh, and I, and I grew up in the church doing music, uh, like singing specials. And my, my dad was a youth pastor and then a pastor and my mom was a worship leader. So I had an awful lot of experience 
you know, quote unquote, performing in the church and, until I became a worship leader, which is a totally different thing uh, as a, a teenager and uh, really as a college student. Um, and so I, I, I kind of, I still am a worship leader at a church and, and, I, and I love what I do and I love uh, getting to uh, lead people into the throne room to worship God. But when I get to go out and sing my songs about how he's changed my life, I, I just feel a level of gratitude that I'm like, man, I, I don't deserve this, but how great is it that I get to do this even one more night mm-hmm. um, every single time I, I take a step on the stage. So, You know, I can't resist digging into that just a little bit more because that is such a thoughtful comment that you make as an aside that it is so different creating your own music, you know, and being a recording artist as opposed to what a worship leader does. When it comes to it, what would you say the differences are between those two things? For me, and and I can't speak for everyone, um, for me, my response as a songwriter is usually how God is working something out in my life personally. I, I don't write a whole lot of corporate worship songs. It's not to say that I don't have corporate worship songs that I've written, but it's usually born out of what's happened in my life, how I'm responding to that and how I see God operating in all of it. And then as a worship leader, um, to me, it's, it's less, uh, it's less about what's happening here and more vertical. Um, if that makes sense, it's giving thanks and praise to God and, and, acknowledging who he is and telling the world how great he is and worshiping him Mm. together. I feel like the two can exist side by side. They can not can't, they can exist side by side, but there's a very subtle difference. One feels like it's more about me and what God is doing in my life. And the other is more about just God in general and how magnificent and wonderful he is. But I think both are important uh, because God created us because he loves us. And sometimes to draw people to him for them to understand to worship him, they got to understand why they want to worship him in the first place. And I say that uh, for people who are outside of Christianity, because a lot of my songs are geared towards reaching people who aren't saved. Um, And so uh, it, it might be weird for a person who's never um, never even heard of Jesus' name, and I know that sounds crazy in America, but it's possible, you know, to come into a church and just start worshiping God, you know. If they hear from someone like me or any other recording artist first, like what he's done to change my heart and change my life and how good he is, like that to me is a vehicle to worshiping God, if that yeah. makes any sense at all. No, that was so cool. Thank you for that. I, I really do... I really do appreciate that sort of look inside of the process of what you do. Well, Mr. Joel Vaughn with us today on the road, our time quickly escaping already. Before we ask maybe a final question, Joel, if people do want to pick up a copy of the music, if they want to stream it, if they want to learn more about you, where's the best place to start the voyage, sir? Yeah. Uh, to learn more about me, the first place would be joelvonmusic.com. That's J-O-E-L-V-A-U-G-H-N music.com. Uh, I'm most active on Instagram. So Instagram.com forward slash Joel Von Music and Facebook, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Joel Von Music. 
Ah, uh, that's great, sir. And when you were saying Joel Von music fairly rapidly, all of a sudden I started thinking about the Von Traps, and I was like, wow, that's a great name for music, Joel Von music. You should really go with that. Well, really, when you look at 2020 and all of the surprises, all of the unexpected, it really has become this incredible time of purpose for you because you've created music that is speaking to so many of us in this very year. Maybe there's somebody listening today who is in a place, as so many of us have been, of the unexpected. What encouragement would you maybe give to them today that in the unexpected, in those times when our plans Uh, have (laughs) redirected, that God is very active? He has so much purpose at those times. As someone who uh, has spent a lot of life uh, having to be redirected, I would say to lean into him and and to trust trust his word, uh, get into his word. He is faithful and he is good. Um, this year might have been crazy and everyone's like just rushing to 2021. Like it's the, the magic year that's going to end, end all the problems. You know, uh, we're going to wake up in 2021 and there's still going to be difficulties ahead, uh, whether this pandemic ends or not. Uh, there's, there's the world is still out there. God is still God. You know, I, I know people have heard this ad nauseum and the, or maybe not ad nauseum. That's a little, no. a little rough, but like that's it. they've heard this, but like God is in control. He truly is. Yeah. Um, and, you know, sometimes the way that control doesn't make us feel very comfortable, um, but we were never called to be comfortable in the first place. Hmm. Um, and it's all going to work out together for his good, for our good. Mr. Joel Vaughn with us today on the road. Sir, what a treat to meet you. Thank you so much for your time today. Dude, thank you for having me. I really, I honestly appreciate it. I always like getting to do this kind of stuff. Thanks for sharing in the story of this latest episode of Faith Radio's On the Road. For more on today's conversation and the full podcast archive of all our episodes, look for On the Road when you visit MyFaithRadio.com. Thanks so much for listening to On the Road. Programming like this happens because of your incredible support. You can learn more about partnering financially at MyFaithRadio.com. And we'd be so glad to connect with you during the week on social media. Just search for On the Road with Ryan Thomas on Facebook. And our Twitter handle is at OnTheRoadRyan. Until next time, God bless you, my friend.